If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I found a disease that no one has ever seen. Repetitive head trauma chokes the brain. The NFL does not want to talk to you. You turned on the lights and gave their biggest boogeyman a name. You're going to war with a corporation that owns a day of the week. No proof was presented today because there simply isn't any. They have to listen to us. This is bigger than they are. Well, yeah, that's uh, from the movie Concussion. Uh, Will Smith in the role of Dr. Bennett Omalu which um, is a very dramatic story. I guess uh, events going back some 15 years now and some of the first research published, what led to a better understanding, a recognition of what's known as chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE, easier to say, the impact of repeated concussions. And obviously we've seen uh, lawsuits, not just with the NFL, uh, with the NHL now, it's an issue the CFL's uh, dealing with. It was a, a... Story just um, just from a few weeks ago, in fact, uh, published in the American Medical Association. Dr. Anne McKee, a neuropathologist, uh, examined the brains of 202 deceased football players. Of the 202, 111 of them played in the NFL. Of those 111, 110 were found to have CTE. So certainly some alarming findings. Uh, well, Dr. Amalu is uh, still at the forefront uh, of this. He, of course, is a physician, a forensics uh, pathologist, a neuropathologist, chief medical examiner of San Joaquin County, California, and also professor at UC Davis. He's uh, out with his latest book. It's called Truth Doesn't Have a Side, My Alarming Discovery About the Danger of Contact Sports. Available now. Dr. Amalu, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. When you look at where we're at in 2017 versus where we were in 2002, the understanding of the awareness of CTE and the dangers of concussions, how far have we come? Well, you know, it's the same thing by 2002. The science has always, uh, or the science had been established that when you engage in any type of human activity whereby your head is exposed to, exposed to repeated blows, there is a 100% risk exposure to brain damage. This has always been established over the centuries in science, just that the general public was not aware of it. So the recent paper should not be taken in isolation. It should be taken within the context of what has had been previously established. It simply reaffirms what we have always known. I guess you didn't realize how much your own life would change uh, back 15 years ago. And uh, I read uh, a quote from you where you said, I really wish I wasn't brought into this uh, to lead a quiet life, enjoy my life, die a simple death. But now I have no choice. How much has this changed your life? 
Well, you know, I'm a Christian woman, Catholic by denomination. All I wanted to do was live a simple life, worship my God, and when it's time for me to go, to go peacefully. But this has totally disrupted my life and turned me into lies, lies upon lies. That was why I chose to write my book, Truth Doesn't Have a Side. And in 2017, the truth of the fact is that there is no justifiable reason whatsoever why a child under the age of 18 should continue to play the high-impact, high-contact coalition sports like ice hockey, football, mixed martial arts, boxing, wrestling, and rugby. If a child plays these games even after even only for one season, there can be evidence of brain damage. And all it takes, really, is at least one concussion. So, uh, but again, I have nothing personal to benefit from this. I'm simply answering a call, a Christian call to make a difference in the lives of others. If we can save at least the, child, the life of one child, I will believe we've been, we've been successful. Right. And I mean, these sports aren't going away. Uh, certainly football is a religion of its own in the U.S. And, and here in Canada, we're, we're certainly crazy about hockey. Have, have we made any strides towards making these games safer? These games can never be made safe. Um, and that is why my position is these games are like other potentially dangerous games like skydiving and deep sea diving. They should be left only for adults. Yes, I agree with you. These parts are not going away. Just like cigarette smoking is not going away. Uh, but at least we've protected children from cigarette smoking. People will always smoke. Uh, like we have done historically as a modern society, whenever we identify a potentially dangerous and harmful factor, we protect our children from those factors. We wouldn't let a child smoke a stick of cigarette, but we would put on a helmet on a child and ask him to go to a field and receive blows to his head, subconcussions and concussions, which is more dangerous, a stick of cigarette or a concussion of the brain. That was why I wrote my book to tell my journey, the journey of my story, the journey of my faith and the journey of my science to help each and every parent decide do I love football more than I love my child? Do I love ice hockey more than I love my child? This was why I wrote my book. This is why I encourage every parent to buy the book and read about my journey and why and how I came to this position today. When it comes to hockey, as an example, um, certainly the sport I'm more familiar with, uh, you know, there have been steps taken to uh, eliminate body checking at younger ages, uh, certainly to get fighting out of the game in minor hockey. So is that progress, or are you saying that, that a sport like that is just inherently dangerous? They are inherently dangerous. They, the, the risk or the danger is actually inherent to the way the game is played. Let, let me give you, I don't plan to scare anybody, but again, the truth can be inconvenient sometimes. There were two papers that came out of Sweden in 2014 and 2016, whereby they looked at 1.1 million children, followed them up for 41 years. 
And what they discovered was that if a child suffers at least one documented concussion in any of these high-impact, high-contact sports, that child is more likely to die before the age of 42 through violent means. That child has about two to four times increased risk of committing suicide. That child has about two to four times increased risk of developing a psychiatric illness later in life. Major psychiatric illnesses like um, major depression. That child is more likely to engage in criminal behavior, violent behavior. That child is more likely to become a drug addict and abuse drugs, abuse alcohol. That child is less likely to attain high educational levels. That child is more likely to drop out of high school or college. These are brain damage effects that have nothing to do with CTE. CTE is not the only brain damage that is caused by blows to the head. It's just one of many. So knowing what we know today, the intentional exposure of a child to the risk of brain damage, if that is not child abuse, can somebody tell me what it is? Children should play the non-contact sport that do not inherently expose them to blows to the head. Blows to the head uh, would be, be accidental. So what we should do in the non-contact sports is to regulate the non-contact sports to minimize the risk of accidental injury. The non-contact sports include track and field, swimming, volleyball, lawn tennis, table tennis, badminton. These are games that would give your child whatever ice hockey would give your child and even more, to protect the intelligence and the mind of your child. Ice hockey and football will rob your child of his or her intelligence and his or her mind. At the professional level, um, and I'm, certain, I'm sure you probably become familiar with the name Derek Bugard, was just 28 years old when he died uh, of an overdose of oxycodone and alcohol, was found to have CTE. The, and, and he was one of many former enforcers, as they're known, uh, fighters in the game of hockey who, um, who went down this this tragic path. Uh, the impact of CTE, and you talk about how it affects uh, so many aspects of, of an individual's life uh, and can lead to this kind of tragic outcome. What, what, what do you make of, of individuals like that and the impact it's had on them? Well, there is not, once, you've, once you've suffered the damage, there is nothing any physician can do for you. There is no cure for these diseases. That is why prevention is the only cure. Hippocrates, 400 years before Christ, said, first, do no harm. First, do no harm. And I must emphasize, the only CTE is not the only type of brain damage. It's just one in many. And I guarantee you, by the time you play these games and reach the professional level, there is almost 100% risk probability that you have suffered one type of brain damage or the other, a certain type of brain damage to a certain degree, with or without CTE. These are the, the facts of the, of the science. You know, we shouldn't develop alternative truths or alternative facts. We should embrace that one truth of science, the truth of our faith, and the truth of our humanity. Uh, for example, let me ask you a question, because I, I don't know ice hockey so well, but I watch it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Why should two adult human beings be fighting 
on uh, on on the ice during a game of ice hockey. Can somebody tell me why they are yeah. punching yeah. each other? It's, yeah. I mean, I I don't understand. In in the twenty first century, we are no longer in ancient Rome. This is the 21st century, and why would two adults be on the ice and be fighting and punching each other, and, and people are, are hailing and yelling uh, and praising them? I, I don't understand that as a physician and as a Christian. Well, there's an ongoing debate about that and whether fighting has any kind of a place in hockey. I suppose the argument for it is, is you're um, trying to discourage people from taking matters into their own hands through sticks to the head, elbows to the head, etc., Either way, I suppose we're talking about blows to the head. And, and, and really, my focus, like in the book, we shouldn't attack the NHL or the NFL because these are corporations that are out there to make money. The objective of the NHL is not to take care of your son or daughter or to provide health care. That is not the product they sell or the service they provide. The product the NHL provides is ice hockey. The service they provide is entertainment. So I don't expect, I never expect that the NHL to be on the lookout for your child. The NHL wouldn't love your child more than they love hockey. So I think the duty is that of the parent to protect the child. I believe children are the most precious gifts of our lives. And we have to do everything we could as parents to protect them to nourish them, cherish them, and help them become the people they were born to be. What do you make of uh, Dr. McKee's findings when we talk about the NFL? Uh, 111 players, NFL players studied, uh, 110 of them found to have CTE. Does that surprise you at all? It doesn't surprise me. and We shouldn't take that paper. It's just one paper out of context by itself independently. It is just one paper in the body of work, in the limitless body of work that has been done over the centuries to show that there is no safe blow to the human head. The more forceful the blow is and the more repeated the blow is, the greater the risk of brain damage and the greater the likelihood that the brain damage would be severe. This is something we have always known from 400 BC. So the emphasis being made or given to that paper, in my opinion, is a misappropriation of the science because it's making it sound like something new. No, it's not. Because some people have said, oh, show me the evidence. This is just one paper. The evidence, there are thousands and thousands of published papers over the centuries that confirm what this paper shows. This paper by Dr. Marquis simply reaffirms what we have always known. You've been swimming against the tide for 15 years now, uh, and, and, and I think you realize you, you still face an uphill battle, but what do you hope people take from the book? What I, I hope people will take from the book, each and every parent should buy it. The book will help you to answer this question I have just posed. Do you love ice hockey more than you love your child? Or do you love football more than you love your child? Even if you love football more than you love your child, the book will also help you to be at peace. If you love your child more than you love football, the book will also help you to be at peace. 
So I spent over one year writing that book because parents were demanding and requesting that I write such a book. Now that I've written it, I encourage every parent who has a child, a teenage child, a younger child, to read it and um, learn about my journey, my struggles, my hopes, and it will help them to come to the same position I'm in today. Does that make sense? does indeed. Well, the book is called Truth Doesn't Have a Side. Dr. Amalu, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Take care. So there you go. That is uh, Dr. Bennett Amalu, physician, neuropathologist, chief medical examiner, San Joaquin County, California, Professor UC Davis, or subject of the movie Concussion, and the author of Truth Doesn't Have a Side, My Alarming Discovery About the Danger of Contact Sports. Not mincing any words, is he? All right, 974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. We are back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.